Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited to encourage your hearts today with this episode. You can probably tell right off the bat, I sound like I'm super stuffed up. It's crazy because I just went through like a week of literally being bedridden and just hopping from my bed to my couch for like four or five days straight. I had strep throat and was just super sick and I'm still getting better in Jesus name. So if I sound stuffed up, that's why. But I have a word of encouragement for you guys today. So I'm not going to let that stop me from releasing that to you guys and sharing that with you. So anyway, I just got back from New York City a few days ago. A lot of you know about that trip. Some of you maybe not, but I was so blessed to be able to go work with Metro World Child in Brooklyn area. And we did this incredible outreach for kids in their area. We were able to feed over 900, almost a thousand people um, a Thanksgiving meal and minister the gospel to them and, and do some other things with the ministry. So it was just such an incredible experience. And um, God is just so good and so faithful. And so I always say like my like life slogan is all for him always. And so that is my heartbeat is just to to know him and to make him known. And so um, yeah, that's what we did. It was an incredible, an incredible experience, an incredible trip, and I and I just look forward to whatever um, God is going to do in and through me regarding uh, connections with this ministry in the future. So you can be praying for me about that. God is so cool, and I just love the way He connects people and and the way that He works everything together for good. And so even though I was bedridden, I just kept like I had some of my prayer people praying for me because I knew that this trip was one that I was called to go on and the enemy, I just kept declaring that the enemy will not have the victory because I definitely felt like he tried to put up a really good fight to keep me from going. And guess what? I still went and, um, was able to go and and have a great experience. So, so thankful for that. I love the scripture that says, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph through Christ. And I always remember that, like, I don't fight for victory. I fight from victory. The victory is already mine. It's already been won. And no weapon formed against me will prosper. And so that's just a word of encouragement to you. And this isn't even where my podcast is, it like, the topic I'm going to land on here in a minute. But just a quick sidebar rabbit trail to you to be cautious of what you are declaring over yourself always. But especially when you feel like you're, like, in the thick of the fire and the battle to pay attention to the words that come out of your mouth and make sure that you are decreeing and declaring victory always and not defeat. And it's so important that we speak life over our situations. And so for me, when I was in, you know, those four or five days of being extremely sick, not being able to go to work, like it was so frustrating, but I anointed myself with oil and prayed over myself. And I had, like I said, I had my prayer friend, my friends that pray, you know, praying for me and 
and just kept declaring life over myself and healing over my body and, and those things. And so, um, that's just so important that we pay attention to what we are speaking, what we're declaring and all those good things. So I really, really felt like the purpose of this podcast, we'll see where the Lord leads because (laughs) I never know until the podcast is done where exactly we end up, but really felt like a strong word in my spirit to share with you guys to not resist the new thing that God is doing in this season of your life, to not resist the new thing that God is doing in this season of your life. There's a scripture in Isaiah 43 that says, uh, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Can you not perceive it? And that part there specifically, it says, can you not perceive it? That part is like major in my spirit right now, like Rama in my spirit right now. And it's like, hello, isn't it incredibly obvious I'm doing a new thing? And it's so easy to resist change, especially if you're someone who struggles with change. I don't really feel like I'm a per- I'm I fit into that category. I actually am like probably on the polar end opposite where I have a hard time with monotony and doing the same thing all the time. I like change. I like variety and things, but I know a lot of people that do struggle with with change and that can be very, very difficult when God is wanting to do a new thing. It's hard to let go of what you're doing currently to step into what he has for you. And I've shared this before, but I did go through a season a few years ago where I was doing a lot of things and, and the Lord called me to lay down all of them so that I could pick up the new thing he was calling me to. And I love in Ecclesiastes where it says there's a time and a purpose for every season under heaven. And so God has really taught me and is still teaching me. I'm still learning that sometimes things are just for seasons. And so I don't want to be someone who continues to try to do something in a new season that he has called me to lay down or step away from. And it's hard when you go through a season and you're doing something that's successful and it's fruitful and all those things, but God's anointing is on it when the timing is right for it. And so for me, like with doing youth ministry, I did a middle school youth ministry for a few years and I, I started it and stepped into it with no idea, you know, how long I would do it. I didn't really have like any expectations. Honestly, my heart was just to be obedient. God said to do it. And I said, yes, sir. And so I did it. I didn't have like this grandiose idea in my mind at all of like, this is going to be like a 55 year ministry or anything like that. It was just like, God, I will do this until you tell me to stop. And that's pretty much always been my attitude with everything he's called me to. God, I'll do this until you tell me to do something different. And so for me personally, feeling like I am in well, I don't even necessarily feel like this. I feel like the scripture says, can you not perceive it? Like it's incredibly obvious to me that God is calling me personally into a new season. And I know so many people right now who are in that same boat. They really feel like God is shifting them, shifting their ministries, shifting them even geographically and and um, just doing new things. And just really, really felt a prompting of the Holy Spirit to encourage you to not resist that. And so to, to stay prayed up, to not abandon the secret place, to make sure that you are staying in the word consistently, that you are seeking him about everything, letting him order your steps. I love that the word says that his word is a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. And my pastor explained this a few years ago and it's just like hit my heart. He said, the word is a lamp for your feet and a light for your path. So it shows you where you're standing and it shows you where you're going. And I love that. And sometimes we feel like okay, it's a light for my path, but like he, it's not showing me more than like two steps ahead of me. That's okay. Just take those two steps and then he'll light up more 
you know, as you need, as you need to. And that can be hard for people who are like a type A personality. I always like to say I'm a type A, but I'm like a lowercase a because I know people who are type A's that are like way more type A than I am and organized in things. But I definitely consider myself a type A. And so like very organized, I'm a planner. And so for me to only get like a glimpse of what God is doing is hard. Sometimes it's so hard to just, you know, take that one step at a time and just do what's right in front of you when you want to see the whole picture. And I always think about how like life is like a puzzle and we get the pieces, you know, as God hands us the pieces. And so we can see part of the picture, but we're never, you know, we're never privy to see the, to see the box and to see what it's going to look like as a finished product. But we can trust him that he is faithful and he promises to work everything together for our good. His plan for us is only ever good. And he is just so, so kind, so kind hearted. And so we can trust his heart for us. We can trust his intentions and that they're good. And so that's where I'm at. I know a lot of you, like I said, are in that place of transition and that God is shifting you into new things. And so I just pray a boldness over you to step into that and just encourage you to keep seeking his heart as far as the details. And um, God's been so reminding my heart so much over the last few months, especially like he's been saying to me on repeat, I delight in every detail of your life. I delight in every detail of your life. And sometimes it's easy to see God as like this, you know, just distant, like God, like, yes, I know he loves me. I know he cares for me and all of that, but he's got a whole world to take care of. So I don't, you know, it's it's hard when we see him through the, the lens of men, because we, you know, as, as human beings, we can only give so much of ourselves to people and our time and attention. Like we can't, we can't give our attention to everybody, but God is not like us. He can give every single person on the face of this earth, 100% of his attention all the time. And so I love that the word says that his thoughts for us outnumber the sand of the sea. I encourage you if you're anywhere near a beach sometime, next time you go to a beach or whatever, or you're at the lake or whatever, to pick up a handful of sand and just try to count the grains and realize how much he thinks of you, that his thoughts for you are good thoughts and that he really does take great delight in you, that his banner over you is love, that he rejoices over you with singing, that he surrounds you with songs of deliverance. He surrounds you with the shield of faith or sorry, a shield of favor. And you do have your shield of faith too. That's part of the armor of God, but that he surrounds, he surrounds us with the shield of favor. That's what the word says. And so just knowing like how intimately acquainted he is with us and how he truly does care about every aspect of our lives. He is never too busy for us. He's never too distracted. He never has more important things to deal with because he can deal with all of it. He's a God of the universe. He can deal with all of it at the same time. And what you might think is so insignificant or, you know, that he wouldn't really care about. He does. He does. He takes great delight in you and he delights in every detail of your life. And so I encourage you, if you have decisions that you need to make, whether those are big decisions or, you know, you might think that they're just small and insignificant to seek him for wisdom. The word says that, when we lack wisdom, all we have to do is ask and he gives it liberally and to get his heart on matters. Like that is something I've been learning a lot to do in my own life is God, what is your heart in this matter? Or God, something I've been saying a lot lately is just God speak to me. What do you have to say about this? And it's such a, I just love asking God open-ended questions and just, just hearing his heart and 
And I pray that if you are someone who is like, man, I don't ever hear God speak to me. I pray even right now in the name of Jesus that your spiritual ears would be open and that you would hear him clearly because his word says that his sheep know his voice and another voice they will not follow. And so we have that ability to know him intimately. And another thing, as I'm just sharing here, I just really feel like I'm just supposed to share a lot of what God's been speaking to me and reminding me of in this season as a just a word of encouragement to you and source of encouragement to you. But God has been reminding me a lot too about the scripture that says there is one God and one mediator between God and man, and that is Jesus. And so many times it's so easy to want to get a word from other people or to have our pastors pray for us or other people, which is important. We need that. It's part of the body of Christ to be there for each other, to pray for one another. That's biblical. That's good. But if we are constantly feeling like we need someone else to go to God for us or kind of be our go-between, like that's a very unhealthy place to be because there's one mediator between us and God, the Father, and that's Jesus. And so we can go boldly to the throne room. The word says that we can go boldly to the throne room anytime, anywhere. It is not just, you know, an experience that you have at your church or in certain settings. Like you can be in your living room and experience God. You can be in your car and experience God. You could be in the middle of a park or walking down the street or in the grocery store. Wherever you are at, you can experience God and he is he is right there waiting for you and he wants to encounter you. He wants to speak to your heart. He wants to encourage your heart, your heart. He wants to show you of things to come. That is one thing that Jesus said before he left the earth was that he was going to send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit would show us of things to come. And I love that. I always say that God, God preps our heart. And for me, um, just a little bit of my story and a lot of you know my story or you've read my book, Slay in Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season. And so just being transparent and vulnerable when I went through my divorce and everything that happened with all of that. And because I was basically abandoned by my ex and came home uh, one day and all of his stuff was gone. And this was, I mean, there's so much more to the story and it happened multiple times. But that like feeling of like that shock, that shell shock and like abandonment and all of that. Um, I feel like the Lord has been so gracious toward me personally, especially because of that, that I like surprises, but I don't do well, like with just like, um, just like sudden, sudden shocks, I guess I would say. And so the Lord preps my heart a lot for things and for change and things like that. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm still, you know, and I, I mean, I believe God has healed me and I, there are probably places of, in my heart and mind that are still, that still are being healed but overall, God has been so faithful with my heart during this uh, journey of healing over the last five years. But I just think about like just what I've gone through and everything that he's been so gracious toward me and allowing me to to know things ahead of time so that I'm not shell-shocked because I do have that in my past and he's he's good and he's mindful of those things. And so he just meets us where we're at and it's so beautiful no matter where you're at in life and what you've gone through, what you've experienced. Like he knows you intimately and he knows what you need and what what's best for you and how to communicate best to you. We did an event a few nights ago down in Indiana with my ministry, Stirred Up Ministries, and 
uh, one of my friends had shared and she talked about a lot about how just how God tells us of things to come and how he's that voice behind us that tells us the way to go and to walk in it. And it was such a timely and encouraging word for me, especially. And she talked about how just he, he does, he, he tells us of things to come and he prepares our hearts and our minds and he shows us, you know, what's ahead. And, and I'm so thankful for that and just learning to like hear his voice and in those moments, cause I'm still learning to hear his voice better and to trust him more. Cause there's been so many times, like I obviously don't want to paint this picture that like I hear from God 24 seven and I always trust it and I never doubt it. Cause that's not reality. There's been so many times that it, like God has spoken to me and I'm like, was that God? Was it me? Was it, you know, whatever. And then when it comes to pass, it's just, it builds my faith and knowing, okay, like I do hear his voice. He does speak to me. That is what he said. This is how I hear him. But one thing that my friend said when she spoke was that God speaks to all of us in so many different ways. And I love that. So, um, yeah, I'm just thinking about just different friends that are in my circle and just the ways that God speaks to them and how unique they are and how different they are from how I hear from God. And obviously, ultimately, everything we hear from God has to line up with the Word of God. That is our fixed point of reference. His Word never changes. Everything has to line up with that. And so if it lines up with that, then, you know, we're good to go. But I just love that He is so personal and He speaks to us uniquely. And so I encourage you if you're, like I said, maybe don't feel like you hear from God that much, or maybe you're beginning to hear from God, or maybe you're seasoned at it and you're like, I hear from God all the time. All of us have places we can grow and um, just increase in our ability to hear from him and to know him better. And so I just, for me, like, I just want to stay teachable. I want to stay correctable. I want to stay just in a place of being able to know him more and and continue to grow in him. And I don't ever, 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 ever want to feel like I've arrived because I never will until I meet him on the other side of eternity. I want to continue pressing into him, knowing him more, just coming into just like, this is just kind of what I'm hearing is like just being like in sync with the rhythm of his heartbeat. And that is like me, like I want to walk to the beat of the drum of his heartbeat. Like I just want to be about my father's business, to do what he wants me to do. Nothing more, nothing less. And that's where I'm at right now is just in a place of like, God, I know you're doing a new thing in my life. I want to be about my father's business. I don't want to do anything you're not calling me to. I'm so over being distracted with things that don't matter and doing things that have no eternal significance because we only get one life. And my favorite book is uh, besides the word of God is called only one life, how a woman's every day shapes an eternal legacy. And I, and in that concept of like, we, we only have one life. One of my, um, pastor friends passed away this morning. And as just, I've been thinking about that and praying for the family throughout this day. And, and all of that is just like, was such a sobering reminder that none of us know how long we have on this earth. I mean, unless the Lord tells you, but we don't know how long we have. And so for me, I don't, I don't want to spend my time doing, spend my life. This only, only this one, this one life that God's given me. I don't want to spend it doing stuff that doesn't matter. And so, um, you can pray for the family too. If you listen to this podcast and you hear that, just pray for the family that lost him unexpectedly. 
Um, but just, just remember that you do only have one life. And, and so I pray that you make it count. I pray that you do what God has called you to do and that you fulfill every purpose he has created your life for. So I'm going to go ahead and pray just because you can probably tell my voice is feeling strained and I probably just need to go to bed. But I wanted to get on here and encourage your hearts, like I said in the beginning, just to not resist the new thing God is doing to just continue to say yes to him and declare that God's will be done in and through your life on earth as it is in heaven. So Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity to record this podcast. God, I thank you that one, that you're restoring my voice and that I will be able to speak and declare and pray and do all the things that you've called me to do. I thank you for fullness of healing in my body and in anyone who is listening to this podcast who is struggling with sickness at all. God, I speak and declare healing and wholeness into our bodies in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for the new thing that you are doing in this season. God, I pray that we would be so in tune with your voice that we will not miss anything that you are doing in and through our lives and things that you've called us to. I thank you for a spirit of boldness to step into all that you've called us to. I thank you that we will not miss out on anything that you have for us and that we would use and spend this one life you've given us, God, for your glory, for your kingdom, and for things that matter eternally. In Jesus' name, amen.